and welcome back to Feminists Want System Change podcast. We are here today to talk about gender equality and minority women's rights and we have a new guest. Could you please introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Fahra, Fahra Salimi, and I am the director of Mira Resource Center for Minority Women in Norway. And um, uh, it's very interesting because when one talks about Scandinavia, Norway, uh, one has a picture about only blonde people, you know, blonde women. And also sometimes people ask, oh, you're from Norway, uh, but where you originally are from. Hmm? So you are never really considered uh, a Norwegian or uh, coming from the region. So I think it's a very interesting thing because even today when I was in this European caucus, somebody, uh, there were very few people in the beginning. So somebody said, oh, this is a European caucus. So I said, yes, I am also a European. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> for people who ask. So yeah. can you tell us what is the main mission of your organization? Our organization was uh, founded 30 years ago. Um, we realized that uh, feminist movement in uh, Norway was not very inclusive. I mean, especially when it comes to the uh, struggle of minority women who were also struggling not only because of gender-based violence, but also because of racism. So that intersection of racism and uh, being a uh, woman, that was very important for us. And you know, today we are talking about intersectionality, but I can tell you, that minority women's struggle has always been intersectional uh, and there was never any time when we in, never focused on multiple forms of discrimination and that was one of the reasons um, that 30 years ago Mira Center was formed. Awesome, awesome, thanks for sharing that. Can you talk a little bit more on this actually and tell us about the importance of strengthening the representation of minorities, especially women, in all parts of society? Yes. Um, you see, in uh, migration laws uh, in uh, Norway are very strict. And um, minority women's situation is very connected to the legal system also because uh, gender equality laws are usually, if you see, who is the norm of who is a woman and uh, if you define uh, a woman uh, a Norwegian woman as blonde uh, native woman then all other women's issues are not included when they form gender equality laws so what we were protesting was that uh, the norm for uh, uh, woman has to be changed, has to be challenged, because we also are women and we also live in Norway. We have to have access to gender equality legal system because in, in not only migration laws, because if, let's see, a woman is a victim of uh, violence in a family. Uh, so if her legal status is dependent on the male in the family, then she will be deported after a divorce. And this was a very big struggle. We won that struggle not totally, but at least in a form that there were some reforms in the law that women can apply uh, on the basis of violence and then she can get stay on humanitarian 
background but i think this is this is in itself is very discriminatory because no other woman in norway has a dependent status on a male than a migrant woman mm. so how come how where is gender equality because we are living in the most gender equal society because nordic countries are usually you know considered very mm. uh, equal societies so and if you see in the labor um, market uh, we talk about uh, part-time jobs we talk about temporary jobs who is uh, uh, in the highest i mean leading those statistics these are minority women mm -hmm. racialized minority women my, uh, and young girls particularly are facing uh, very serious issues because when you uh, graduate you have a degree uh, you are not uh, given that equal opportunity mm. in the job so there is a lots of discrimination in housing in job and, uh, and when women are victim of violence that uh, their situation they are not protected enough so all these issues have been very important for mira center so do you have policy recommendations that you know the states can do to improve <coughs> gender equality and minority women's rights and is it also something that you're um, campaigning for uh, yes one very important policy recommendation is uh, that uh, we want this three years rule changed three years rule mean that if a woman when she comes into the country she has to stay in a marriage three years before she can apply for permanent residence permit so we uh, uh, our policy recommendation is that all women who enter uh, norway or in this case europe Uh, legally they are legally married they come and enter europe they should be given a independent residence permit from day one mm -hmm. so that their position is secure this is one uh, second is that um, uh, very much discrimination in the labor market that uh, racialized minority women should be secured that not only that they face violence but also these low paid jobs and almost no representation on the higher mm. level so so we have to address racism and gender uh, inequality so how and all. Hmm? how do you address this is it with quotas uh, yeah i think uh, uh, for example in norway we have a system quota system that uh, uh, the government demand that uh, 40% should be women uh, in most of the uh, boards or uh, you know corporations and all that and i think that if uh, we say that 40% should be women and let's say that uh, there are some racialized minority women uh, they should be also included in that so one has to think uh, not only in terms of gender but in terms of representation from uh, minorities and there are experts in these like communities absolutely and i i disagree with this kind of argument that uh, oh but we have to see the qualifications it's very subjective who is sitting to define if you are qualified or not because on paper mm. you are fully qualified mm. but then there are there is x factor and unfortunately we black people don't have that x factor which white people have so that kind of discrimination is uh, very uh, it's, it's very difficult and it's very hard 
to address and it's very hard to uh, do something about it because people usually say but we are not racist I mean we are not practicing uh, racism but when you see uh, in a company or in a corporate all are white so uh, it seems crazy but we still need to talk about this today yeah yeah but you know uh, I must say that uh, I have been working with these issues for the past 40 years. I was very active with this Beijing Platform for Action. And uh, I still feel that um, people are, don't feel comfortable to uh, mention racism or to include racism. Because, you know, there is something in the European uh, subconscious uh, or, I mean, it's a kind of uh, Europe do not want to accept their past. It's a colonization of the whole world we are talking about. And Europe still is in denial. I mean, we are here not because uh, we just came from somewhere out from the moon. I mean, we are here <laughs> because our na countries were, our continents were colonized and uh, European children don't really read that history. So I think this is a very good uh, policy recommendation because we are discussing changing the system. Ch the system is not only patriarchal, uh, system is also racist and patriarchal. I would just like to add, because I'm from Northern Ireland, so I kind of have this anti-imperialist sort of uh, theme in my feminism as well, that. Uh, it does need to be that structural, like anti-colonial, anti-imperial, you know, anti-patriarchal, and anti-capitalist in so Absolutely. many ways. You know, yeah. And and one very good recommendation is that children in school, in education system, it should be an integrated part of the education system that uh, one should teach children uh, about gender equality, racial equality and all the colonial past mm. um, and how exploitation uh, has been continuing. Because many women, you know, like in India, when colonialists introduced these um, uh, Christian uh, norms, they, many women lost their rights to property and their rights because in many uh, uh, parts of the world, uh, women were much more mm -hmm. empowered. So col colonization has brought uh, with it very many uh, gender uh, inequalities. Uh, to the world. Thank you so much it. for mentioning this. I think it's really, really important. And do you have a feminist quote that? Um, you, oh, that's the end of our <laughs> podcast. Now okay. we've been ten minutes. But do you have a feminist feminist quote? Very quickly. Quote. Sorry. Very. Hashtag quickly. empowerment. Great. That <laughs> works. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That was okay. great to have you. Thank and you so much for having me. And Sophie Garrigou and Amarani. Thank you. Bye. Bye.